boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, SRI Performance, Stock Car Stealing Lemon. What's up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? Man, oh, man. I know we talk about weather. Why, why do we talk about weather here on here all the time? We always do. It's just it one of them happens. things. But it was nice this morning, I can tell you that. October came. That was nice. It was it was it was coolish. Forty five, I think, in it, this morning I left, yeah. Uh, mine at my house at forty three. Sweet. Yeah. That was nice. Finally. Finally get yeah. we get we are two weeks fall. It'll be winter for too long. Get us some fires going here soon. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Oh, uh, what's up with you? I don't know it, man. Been struggling at work again. Still a lot going on, but um we blessed for sure, but great day it's been a lot. So uh yeah, we still rolling along. Fun. Fun, fun. How about fun. you? Same old, same old. Playing with buses, you know. You know. Nothing, nothing. Nothing right home about. <laughs> I've actually, I've, I've knock on wood, and keeping up my record from last week. I've still got all of it cleared. cleared hey, out. that's the best way to be, Bo. Can you take it one at a time? One at a time. Knock it out. That's it. Knock it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. What about your weekend? It was good, man. We went to, uh, went to Scarewinds. Well, we went to the park. We didn't really ride much, but mm-hmm. we went there. Um, <clears throat> about a million other people had the same idea, I believe. So, uh, yeah. You're good at that. Jesus, it was ridiculous. Pack, pack, pack. So, um, next time you go, you got to go, like, really early and get some fast passes or something so you can ride something. But, yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty stretched out. But other than that, didn't do a whole lot. Um... Been fighting the uh, the sinus stuff, you know the 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 old school sickness that you know nobody that don't gets anymore. No that don't happen. I've been fighting that. Yesterday was absolutely terrible, but it's a lot better today. But so we'll see what happens. Maybe it's on the upswing. Cool, maybe so. Good deal. Well, I um I ain't had nothing going on over the weekend much, so I sit at the house. I think it was like Thursday night, and I ain't had nothing planned, so I was like. Kids was off other people's houses. So I was like, well, I reckon I'm going to ride over to Sumter. Kayla went out to eat with your mom and my mom, actually. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, well, I'm going to ride to Sumter, see what's going on over there, because they had a little little to do on Friday night. And uh, wasn't as many people out there as I thought. There's a lot of cars. Wasn't as many people for some reason. Spectators, what many? Yeah, wasn't many for some reason. I don't know why. Might be um, all at the haunted houses or something. It must have been, but I heard it was Really good turnout on Saturday night, so that was good for them. Um, they uh, they kind of did a bunch of qualifying and stuff for uh, Saturday night's portion, which they were paying five thousand dollars a win to SCDRA stuff. Um, I think I think we're gonna talk to Kirby here in a little while. He was out there Saturday night, uh, see what all happened out there. We had some uh, uh, crate late model action out there that they uh, they ran a few races. We'll get into all that when I talk to. We talked to him, but they ran those on Friday night. Um, then had the SCDRA and the um, Blue Ridge Outlaw League models, I think it was, on Saturday night. So went over. I went to the Friday night portion. Uh, we'll get into all the details about it a little later. But then I uh, Saturday got up, uh, come got the trailer and stuff, and had to go do a wedding in Lumberton for our good buddy, racer himself, Chad Webster. I've known Good Lord forever. <laughs> so so congratulations to him and Monica. Uh, nice little ceremony and reception there in her dad's backyard. And uh, Sweet. 
So it was it was cool. wasn't wasn't a whole lot to it. Just small with all the family, and they had fun, and we had fun, and it was a good time. Didn't last long, and so you know, then again, I look, and I'm I'm thirty minutes from <laughs> Lakeview, so. Like, hey, Carolina Clash is at Lakeview tonight. I'm on. <laughs> head on over there. I'm on. I'm going that way. And I was there. They were finishing up qualifying when I pulled in. So, like, perfect time. Perfect time. Yeah. So, uh, went there, hung out. Good little crowd over there. Um, we'll get into that racing here in just a few. But uh, no, other than that, Sunday got up, went and played guitar at church. Um. Then I went and worked on a Jeep for my father-in-law. Oh, you got it? Hey, yesterday. You got him. You got him running that one. No, no, Uh-oh. not yet. Oh, it'll get there. Um, I got. Yeah, I didn't start till. I don't know. It was probably three o'clock or after working on it, and got everything kind of tore off. But the intake itself and the exhaust got pulled a head off of it. So mm. that's the last that we got. But if anybody got any good tips on getting. The uh, bottom side bolts off of the intake on a 4.0 straight six. Please let me know. Painted a butt. I saw one guy online. He pulled the whole fender off to mm. get to him. They're not that close to the fender. It's just they're completely. You just can't. You get, can't see them. You got to take the motor out. <laughs> I think that's, that's about it. But I got to take that off to even get the motor out. So. Die. <laughs> So I ain't got a choice. I got to take it off. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous how they make. I don't understand why they do that. Because engineers don't have to work on them. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly why it is. So, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, we got a uh, pretty good treat on here tonight. Let's uh, let's let's go ahead and start this episode off. Let's go into the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, on the line is your winner from the. Uh, Carolina Clash at Lakeview Motor Speedway. Mr. Jeff Smith. Jeff, what's going on, man? You doing all right today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Man, if I was any, any better, I'd have to sit on my hands, keep from clapping. No, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know we just caught you coming off of the uh, the, the bull ring over there, talking with Alan Dietz and them, our buddies over at Speed 51. Have a good, right. You have a good conversation over there, man. Yeah, it, uh Talked a little bit about it uh, the other night and a little bit in the past history, and it was a good little interview. That's good. That's good, Alan. Them, they're good people. We like a, we're we're proud to be a uh, Speed Fifty One affiliate podcast ourselves. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. It's good stuff, man. Well, as we just said, you uh you were able to break the drought and bring home a win. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and it. it at Lakeview Saturday night, man, tell us about because I'm gonna tell you what I was standing down in the in the infield there, and I was taking some pictures and all that fun stuff. And dude, there was one time I was taking pictures of you going by, and I had plenty of time to almost look at the pictures and you know send the text to somebody and everybody else before I seen the second place man come on. You checked <laughs> out on them there for a little while, buddy. <laughs> it was a good night for us. It really was. Everything just clicked, and uh, I guess it was just meant to be our night. That's what I'm talking about because it was a, uh, it looked good. It was rolling. It was um, it, it it just looked awesome out there, as I told you, man. But um, Jeff, I want to go back as we do on here with all our first time guests, and fortunately to have you on here. Glad to have you on here. Um, 
we we want to go back kind of over how you got started in racing and everything. We know you are a generational driver as we uh we call it and um <laughs> <laughs> but uh but man just just go back in in your racing career. Where did you actually get started racing at? Well, um I was born into it, so I mean that's all I ever wanted to do. There you go. Um when I was ten I raced go karts for a couple of years and then uh the NDRA series came along and my dad started traveling and I started going with him and my grandfather to those races and just kinda of became a crew member basically on dad's car and uh that's when I started learning a lot more about them other than just hanging out in the shop and then when uh i got 18 i started driving my mom wouldn't let me start racing until i graduated high school she uh she didn't want me getting in one and i think she finally figured out that she wasn't gonna be able to stop it so <laughs> she put the stipulation to me and dad and grandpa that if i was gonna do it i was gonna be out of high school before i did so smart one that's how it all started <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, I went on to college, too. I raced and went to college and, uh, you know, moved on with it and decided to pursue a career in the racing industry. And I was very fortunate and blessed to be able to to do that for a long time. That's awesome, man. And uh, I know you've had a, a bunch of uh, career highlights uh, along your way and stuff. But, um, man, it, it's awesome to, to see you at the track. And uh, I, I tell everybody, when it, you know, we were fortunate to meet uh, meet you at Bristol this year. Our buddy uh, Randy Keene introduced us. And, right. Uh, and I, right. I've, I've told everybody since then, even I was like, man, you, you meet Jeff. He's uh, he's one of the nicest people you'll meet in the pit. So uh, it, it, it <laughs> I'm just going to say, man, for, for on our end, it's uh, – you make you make it easy to pull for you. I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I I try to be approachable, and some some people don't take it that way with me because I'm one of those people when I'm there racing. I usually stay close by my car. I don't, you know, mingle about and socialize very much. I just, you know, I try to stay focused on what I'm doing right there, and you know, I'll hang out and talk to the people that are parked around me, but. Very seldom do I venture out in the pits to be a socialite. I just I like to keep focused on what I'm doing, and some people take that as that I'm uh, not approachable or you know think other things, and it's not that at all. I just I kind of keep to myself there and do my thing. I hear you there, man. And uh, if anybody ever said that to me, I'd tell them quick otherwise because it's definitely <laughs> not like that. <laughs> but uh, but man, tell us about your uh. Tell us about your uh, whole your racing operation. What all y'all got going on over there? Because I mean, look, everybody's got a job. Everybody, I mean, it's a typical deal. But uh, tell us about your your deal going on. Oh gosh, I mean, built race cars here for other people, for customers, for years. Uh, that started, you know, back in uh, the early to mid '90s, and you know the the landscape changed. The landscape changed a lot in how our business model was over the uh, probably past 10 years and it started slowing down a little bit what we were doing and I 
I kept racing, but started doing other things also, and uh, started doing some CAD work, and uh, you know, for some other people and companies, and I still do a little bit of that, and I'm still uh, doing some race car stuff here, some bodies and sheet metal and repairs, and you know, bumpers and setups and things like that, and you know, still sell parts to uh, you know some of the local guys around here, so. It's just a thing of just doing what I need to do to keep things rolling and keep the lights on. There you go. There you go. I, and you you and Sterling can talk about that CAD stuff because <laughs> he, he's all in that in his machine shop and stuff. And yeah. I, I looked at one I day. I enjoy he, doing it. <laughs> I do too. I, I'm, I'm, I draw two-dimensional now, so I don't do the whole three-dimensional stuff. But, uh, yeah, AutoCAD, is, uh, it, it gets addictive, man. You get on there and it's, it's, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy drawing. Yeah, it's a whole different world. I I had worked for uh, actually an airplane company is how I got involved in that. And wow. uh, the so-called pandemic thing, it kind of put the hiatus on the company I was working for. But I uh, just started trying to do some a little bit of freelance stuff and, you know, draw some stuff up here, even that I uh, make here at the shop and build. And I have a good time with it. Uh, uh, I work with SolidWorks and AutoCAD. Okay, cool. It, I, I enjoy it. I have a good time with it. Absolutely. That's cool, man. That's cool. Well, uh, man, tell us about the uh, – it. obviously you see nothing but uh, some lap cars in front of you every now and then <laughs> mostly. But uh, tell us about the uh, the race Saturday night and, uh, and your perspective of it. Uh, I don't think I could have drawn a game plan that – would have worked any better than what we had with the exception of a missed quick time by just a little bit to Daniel. Uh, he did a great job, laid down a good smooth lap and he, you know, he earned the pole, but, uh, you know, everything went well in the race. We had that one close call there with the lap car spun right in front of me. And there was another lap car to the outside and I, I clipped the lap car that was spinning and it pushed the hood bar down on the left front tire, and I knew it took a pretty good jolt, and the fender angle changed a lot from where I was sitting in the seat pretty steep down. I was like, oh, no. And uh, I just had to be real careful on my corner entry getting the car rotated after that because I couldn't counter steer to the right very much at all because the bar would, the tire would get into the bar. I, got you. Uh, I, bar- I barely could make the turn out of the pits onto the straightaway to come out there to do the interview after the race i thought i was gonna have to back up and get another bite at it because without the you know the car rolling up a little bit and getting the bar a little more clearance off the tire it just it wouldn't turn any further wow (laughs) that's crazy that's crazy and uh i saw you come down there and the uh track worker come out there and checked it out a couple times for you and I'm sitting there. I'm over there at the fence. I know you couldn't see me, but I'm over there trying to look up under and see <laughs> see what's going yeah. on. I'm like, oh man, come on, get this thing straight for him. And well, um, the you know the clash rules is they don't pull fenders. Right. He was, <laughs> what he was doing, he actually stuck his hand in there between the bar and the tire as a gauge to show me how close the bar was to the tire. I so know. I so I knew, and I really when we took the green back after that, I didn't know. I, I was uh, 
a little cautious getting into the first turn because oh, I, I didn't know if it was going to grab the wheel when I launched off in there or, you know, what it was going to do. So, I, you know, I tried to be easy that first corner and I didn't feel anything really grab hard. So, you know, I tried to go ahead and get a little distance between me and Daniel after that and get out there and, you know, try to just save tires. But, uh, and after the race, I didn't have any tire left. I was, I was really surprised as easy as I felt like I took it on the tires that they were worn as bad as they were. Cause when I would, you know, I'd run about three or four laps and my son was on the back stretch with signal sticks and I knew I had a big gap and I would just started rolling into the corner, but it still wore the tires pretty good. Yeah. I noticed a lot of tire wear over there the other night. I saw yours come off slick. Uh, I was over there Willie Milliken and them and his was gone. I don't think it could have made another five laps. I mean, it was, which kind of surprised me over there the other night. I mean, it, it, it looked a little, little tacky, but it didn't look that bad, I didn't think. But apparently it was. Well, I didn't. I really didn't figure the tire wear would be as bad as it was because when we were there earlier this year, um, if I remember correctly, I mean, we tried to look back at notes. I think it was actually a 50-lap race. Right. And I ran the same tire then as I did this past Saturday. And... You know, the temperature cooled down after that cloud came by, and I was like, we should be fine on tire. I know there was guys putting the harder tire on the right rear, right. but I did that a few weeks ago at Fayetteville, and it bit me, and I didn't want to get beat on tires again. You. you don't want to have that flat with a lap or two to go, because I've had that happen before, too. And it was just, uh, you know, kind of a, a toss of the coin there, and thankfully it worked out for us. It definitely did, man. It, it sure did. What, um... I know you've been, that's the track you've been to a good bit. And, uh, what, uh, what do you think about Lakeview as a track? Is that a track you like going to? I mean, obviously y'all just went and won there. I mean, or is that a track you don't really mark down on the calendar? <laughs> well, that's, uh, I'll, I'll pull one of my dad's quotes on that when he was asked what track he like. I like any track I win at. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, those guys have done a lot of work down there and I know they've added some banking to it to, you know, try to make it, you know, a little more racy than it has been in years past. And, you know, there, there's still got a little bit to work on there, but, you know, it's always good to see a track putting the effort in to make their racetrack better exactly, and make the racing better. So, you know, I commend them on that. They've, they've worked at it and, you know, it, it seems like they're still working at it. You know, there were some things that were different from when we were there earlier this year. And, you know, as long as the place is trying, you can't hold that against them. I mean, you know, sometimes it might get a little rough and sometimes it might be smooth and hard to pass. But usually if a racetrack has got a little bit of character to it, a little bit of choppiness, you're going to see better racing as far as passing or, you know, side-by-side stuff. And, you know, a lot of the local guys, they don't like it if they think it's getting a little rough. But. As somebody that's been out and traveled before and, you know, we try to move around, uh, you know, and follow a couple of different series as much as we can. Um, I don't mind a little bit of choppiness if it makes the racing better because there's nothing more miserable than something happened and you qualify bad and be in the back and can't pass and you're just sitting there knowing you got a better car than where you're at. And, uh, you know, some racetracks you get to that, the lap times change a lot from beginning to end. Um, yeah. You know, that was something that hurt us the first race this year. We were one of the first cars out. And, 
you know, we were okay in hot laps and we went out and qualified and the track just started getting faster and faster. Every car that went out and I mean, we qualified way back, but we were fortunate enough to drive the second, uh, you know, that day. I mean, it was, uh, you know, the track was, uh, it was racy that day, a little more so till right there at the end where it took rubber. But, um, like I said, it, it is, it's good to see racetrack owners trying to make their racetrack better. Exactly. So, you know, I, I hope they continue to work on it and make it even better for next year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They've put in a lot of work over there this year. I've seen a lot of changes throughout the year, but, uh, coming down to the, uh, to the wire, closing out this, uh, this season of the Carolina clash tour. Um, I looked at points. They look like you are 20 points behind Michael Brown there coming coming down to it and uh man uh what you feeling going into this last little bit here about the championship mate possibilities no i mean that would be nice we um you know we had been running both series all year because there wasn't a conflict in any dates until uh just a few weeks ago right and i mean really when you get down to it i was the only one that had a hard decision to make because I was second in both series. Right. And Clay had already clinched on the ultimate and I still had a mathematical chance to catch Michael in the clash. So, you know, we gave up second in the ultimate series to go to Fayetteville and run with the clash and, you know, try to see if we could get to that top spot. And, uh, we've, We've gained on Michael a little bit, and you know, hopefully, we got a little momentum going. We've been qualifying better, and we've been racing better, and uh, you know, we finally got a win. So, you know, hopefully, that momentum's you know swinging a little bit our way. If not, you know, Michael's had a good year, and I can't take anything from him. He's he's run good all season. He's been up front, and he's finished races, and that's what it takes to win championships. That's right. That's right. Sure he is. Well, good deal, man. Well, uh. Well, best of luck to you going into these uh the, 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 these last few here, last couple here, uh, and um, man, I, I we'll definitely be pulling for you. We are, <laughs> we like I said, man, uh, your guy that, in my opinion, is easy to like in the pits, and uh, and I'll even tell Michael Brown that because he's a buddy of mine too. <laughs> so, uh, so, <laughs> so I tell him regardless, I want it to come down to a tight race. I want it to yeah. be exciting. So, uh, best of yeah, luck to be. you, man. Well, I appreciate it. I really do. Not a problem, man. Well, who all, uh, let us know who all you got on that car this year. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> well, we've got Smoking Mountain Boys Barbecue. Um, like they said the other night, they, they usually set up at all the big races down at Cherokee Speedway. That's if right. you want to get some good eating, then you need to swing by their wagon up there in the grandstands and get you a barbecue. Um you know, we've got Clements Race Engines, Langley Collision Center, FK Rod Ends, uh, Wesley Page down at WP Racing Shocks, Longhorn Chassis, Phyllis Nike Smith. Uh, we've got Superior Pools out of Garden City Beach, South Carolina. They came on board and helped us this year. Chad Hovis, he's the one that runs that. Cool. Uh, we've got Mincer Motorsports, Mark Mincer, that I used to drive for from over there in Fayetteville. That's right. Um, Thomas Clark Performance, he handles all of our website stuff. Um, his dad has a flooring company. He helps us out. Um, Bill Stein Shocks. I mean, there's just so many people that 
uh, you know, help out on this this race team with us. Uh, you know, Jimmy Schiltz over at Dirt Wrap. You know, he does a great job with our our wraps every year. Our stuff always looks good. They uh, did our t-shirts and hoodies and sweatshirts this year. Uh, you know, they've started doing that stuff, and uh, we've got some good-looking apparel. So, you know, it's just uh, a group effort. If it if one of those would fall off, it would make it a lot harder to do. Uh, you know, with the product sponsors that we have and you know, it just uh it takes so much to keep one of these cars going these days because it's gotten so expensive and you know, every every person that helps out, we appreciate it. Good deal, man. And we appreciate all of them too for uh for going on and helping you and uh we we definitely do, man, and we appreciate you uh, coming on with us and being cool with us. And uh, as soon as I walked up the other night, Jeff was just like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" I, I said, "Can you do the podcast?" Sure, man. That sounds good to me. I was like, "Sweet." So, uh, yeah. so yeah, man, we appreciate it. Appreciate it ton. And uh, it's on to uh, Lancaster next, right? Uh, if we don't fill in something on our schedule between now and then, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. We've got a few weeks between now and then, and there's a couple of races that we might consider adding to our schedule, but those Blankster and Cherokee are the same weekend. We know we're doing those two and we might add a couple others in between, but, uh, no promises on that and don't really know. We'll just, uh, see which way the wind blows. If it carries us to a racetrack or somewhere else on the weekend, who knows? There you go, man. Well, good deal. Well, we appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us, and uh, can't wait to uh, talk to you again, hopefully about some more wins, man. Yeah, hopefully so. Got to, uh, you know, the do the family thing with my wife. She supports me on racing. There you go. Heather's been right there with me uh, ever since we met. That's been over 10 years ago now, and we've been married over nine, and I couldn't do it without her support, and uh, you know my son Zach. He crew chiefs this thing and does an excellent job. Puts in a lot of hard work, and yeah, you know, we got some guys from out that way, out in Burgall, Jack and Ty Sandlin. They come and help us at just about all the races. Ty was sick the other night and couldn't be there, and uh, Chad Hovis was there helping us. I got a couple of guys from over in Kings Mountain that go and help me a lot. They had a wedding they had to go to. Shane and Matthew Absher and uh, Eddie Waddell, he had some things going on. He's usually with us, but just, uh, you know, going back, we, I, I didn't mention the crew when we was talking about the sponsors, but I couldn't do it without those guys either. For sure. For sure, man. And, uh, it's just a, a group effort. And, uh, saw, saw, saw your dad out there Saturday night also. Awesome. Still yeah. Coming out it the was, yeah, he, he still gets around good and, uh, he was he was able to come with me the other night. My wife actually stayed home with my mom so my dad could come. Um, Mom's still recovering from a fall that she had, and you know they're staying with us while we have a little house built there beside of ours. And uh, dad really wanted to go, so Heather told him to go ahead and go to the race with me, and she'd stay with mom. And uh, I hate my wife couldn't be there with me because she does support me a lot in it, but uh, you know she. We were all glad Dad was able to be there and enjoy the win with us. For sure, I remember uh, watching him in the Have a Tampa series around there many, many, many years ago. 
Yeah, we were, we were going in down there, and he's like, I just don't remember these roads getting in here. I said, Dad, I said, you race to have a Tampa race down here. I said, I know that. Yep. And he said, because I always just, I've got now, it's just kind of a habit. I click on GPS when I'm going to you know, a track that I don't go to a lot or haven't been to a lot recently. Right. And he said, how in the world did we find this place without GPS before? I, you know, <laughs> I, said, I, <laughs> I said, roadmaps. <laughs> you know, I've thought that same thing before. And, and I remember people telling me, oh, you go down here and you turn by the old blue house on the corner. That's I'm right. Like, if, if somebody That's gave right. me those kind of directions now, I'd be lost as I don't know what. That's right. That's right. Oh. Technology has made us rely on it in yeah. some aspects. Until it don't work, then all of a sudden we're in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or you're in a big rig and it sends you down a one-lane road into a neighborhood and you have to back out a half a mile to get to a street where you can get turned around. That's, that, you, you're you exactly right there. Oh, well, good deal, buddy. Well, man, again, we appreciate it, and uh, we can't wait to have you on again, man. All right. I was glad to, have on, glad to be on here with you. Glad you had me. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Jeff Smith, winner of the – the the Carolina Clash stop at Lakeview Motor Speedway. Yes, sir. And uh, I was I know he talked about it. he he's humble about it, but I'm gonna tell you what he um he had their number the other night. It was it's, rolling. It was rolling. But it was rolling. It was he was checked out and it scared me. I ain't gonna lie. It scared me when the, when I saw the tire push down. Cause I was standing right there when uh right out the corner when that lap car got in his way. Two lap cars got in his way. They were kind of side by side, and he was. It looked. I don't know if they just spun out in front of him, or I didn't really catch because it was coming out of four, and I was standing on straight away. I couldn't tell if he was trying to get around. And, I don't know, but anyway, the car spun out, and he kind of clipped him a little bit. And I know there was one car that was smoking the whole race, but he only smoked in the corners. But when it started smoking, good lord, it's smoking bad. <laughs> the wind. You know how the wind got. Saturday right. night, it, it was. Uh, it would all of a sudden, all of it just blow back across the pits. <laughs> so it's like, Ugh. I couldn't tell what it was. It didn't smell like oil smoke. It didn't smell like tire smoke. I don't know what it was. But the track got hard and fast, and and uh, laid down a good bit of rubber. And the only reason I really knew that is because I was standing outside the pits and I heard street stops going around it. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Laid down plenty of rubber there. Burn up some tires. Oh, they burn them slap up. I was standing with uh our buddy Willie Milliken, um, standing over there because he was he had a new car there. He was going to test going to uh, Cherokee this weekend actually for the uh, Steel Block Bandit race, ten thousand dollar win. He's going. He brought a, he's debuting a brand new car there, um, brand new Barry Wright Icon, um. So he wanted to test it, and uh, he brought his car in, and we pulled tires, or I was standing there with him as they pulled tires off. I didn't do nothing. Uh, I pulled cameras off. Um, <laughs> and uh, right rear looked like it come off a uh, asphalt car. Oof. I mean, it was gone. There was nothing left of it. Mm. Nothing. And I wonder with this whole tire shortage deal but I think that I, I say I wonder I'm like why don't they mandate a harder tire compound you know so these guys ain't but I know I'm sitting there thinking about it. I'm like it don't matter if you put a hard tire on super late model it's still gonna eat it up oh yeah so you're not really saving anything no 
Um, That's the advantage of the smaller horsepower cars being able to <laughs> use the tire more than once. Yeah. But I was in there I, I, the other week when I was over there. I looked at some of the uh, modified guys, uh, the crate modified guys. They come out right rear with gone on them too. Wow. I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, I know you can run a little bit softer tire, and but I'm like, man, I really wish they'd do something to lessen this tire bill on people right now especially right. and not use as many tires being right. the shortage we got and, but i'm hoping uh i don't know if i said this last week or not but i'm hoping um i saw something come across facebook at least um uh hoosier was hiring like second and third shifts at their plant in indiana so it sounded like they're about to up production on tires so hopefully they're getting some rubber in there from somewhere. Good, yeah. Because yeah, I'm tired of races this year getting canceled and postponed and everything else because of lack of tires. I know it. Um, But anyway, yeah, it was a good time over there at uh, Lakeview. Uh, like I said, Jeff, Jeff walked the dog on him there. We, uh, I threw a camera on Michael Brown's car uh, and Banjo Duke. Banjo uh, got his car ready. They had it last week over. Everybody saw last week. They had it over there at Sumter, got in a wreck, or week before, whenever it was. Um, got in a wreck, ended up on top of the tires at Sumter. And uh, they were going to go run a Lucas Oil race the next day mm. and couldn't just because tore the car. But I asked him, I said, it tear, I said, tear up the car back. He said, dude, didn't hurt a thing other than body. Good. He said, nah, he's I had to replace almost easiest thing to change. <laughs> well, it's the easiest. He said, nah, I had to replace all body. He said, but it ain't hurt nothing under the car. Good. It was fine. He said, we checked everything. He said, I, he said everything was straight. So so that was good. Um but anyway, I was over talking to him for a good while and uh they uh them boys have fun out there at the track. I, I give them that wicked the wicked fabrication crew. Um <laughs> I hung out with him for a while over there. Um Actually, I think I'm gonna be on their little. Uh, yeah, I did some video with them on on their channel too. So sweet. So uh, check out their YouTube also. Um, but it, them boys have fun. They they, I, they they just cut up, have fun the whole time. I mean, they, they get serious when they get serious, but it's like I've always said at a racetrack: if you when, when you start getting overly serious, nothing goes right most of the time. Right. When you're having fun doing it, yep. typically you're more laid back, Shut think up. about stuff more clear, and uh, and then if something happens, oh, well, it just happens. I mean, it's racing. We all know that. So, so it's cool to see them over there. Then, uh, so I had a camera on his car and also had a camera on Michael Brown's car. Um, Michael, I'm going to tell you, the front of the field, well, from third to sixth i will say for a long time they had a couple restarts not many um dude they diced it up up there running i mean people just running in the doors and i mean it was it was something else i know willie somebody run all up into his driver door uh uh michael brown somebody run all up in his driver door i mean like hit his hard enough they had they bent the decking inside (laughs) dang in front of the cockpit. Like, good Lord. And the bad thing is, the difference in the spots they were racing for was like 25 bucks. A lot of damage. <laughs> That's what I said. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it money, but I mean, the difference in it was 25 bucks. 
I'm like, dude. Uh, but it was 4,000 wins. Jeff took that. So good to see that. Nice, um, yeah. uh, like I said, 20 point, 20 point battle there rolling into their last two races, be it uh, Lancaster and Cherokee um, in November. There will also be a co-sanctioned, uh, I think it's Stream, Driving Extreme Series race. I think yeah, what those starting are. back up, yeah, yeah. I think those would be co-sanctioned races. So that's cool. That's cool. It's, it's cool that the Carolina Clash ends out, in my opinion, with the Dryden Extreme right. Series starting up. Uh, that's always fun. So, uh, but it was a good time over there. Uh, bunch of bunch of cars. They, they, well, I say it wasn't wasn't that big a field. It was like fifteen cars or so. Um, there was a lot of racing around actually because also uh Friendship had their ten thousand dollar win North Carolina state championship race that uh our buddy uh Kyle Strickler went up there. Yep. Took it. Our uh our buddy uh Earl Ramey was up there with uh Dan Brewer driving their car and I'm not sure where they finished, but Trent Ivy I think was there too. Yeah, Trent was there. Trent, Trent I don't think had too good a weekend. <laughs> he yeah. said he put on Twitter that there was three things guaranteed in life: taxes, death, and me jumping the cushion both laps in qualifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, well, at least you're consistent. That's it. <laughs> That's why I told him. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, old Strickler put it on him up there. He needed that. He did. I was kind of surprised he didn't go up to the. Uh, uh, dirt track world championship. I think they need to they need to stay around the house and shake shake off some bad luck. I think that's what he's doing. He, he he's yeah. He, he's getting getting back in the groove of all that, and uh, so we'll see. Um. So yeah, the boys uh got it done there. Uh, Sumter. I I actually I I misspoke at the first. Well, I didn't misspeak. I I thought differently. I thought Kirby was coming on with us. Kirby's not gonna be able to come on with us tonight. But I'm probably going to uh might do a live with him or something in the middle of the week. Uh, get a get a rundown from from Sumter this past weekend. They had the uh, five thousand dollar win SCDRA race over there. Angle. They was getting around there Friday night. But good lord. If you ever go to a big race for SCDRA, something's paying five thousand dollars to win, like they are this coming weekend in Lakeview. Take you some earplugs, earmuffs, something with you. <laughs> I, I love racing of any style. A style I don't mind loud, but I think it's just a high pitch. Right when there's so many cars, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like yes. oh god. Yes, but they had a bunch of fast ones. They had that on big old trailers hauling in four cylinder cars. Wow. Multiple cars. So, had a big old group of, I think there was 25 there on Friday night when I saw it, and there was more came on mm. Saturday. So, that was cool. Good to see that over at Sumter. But, um, but anyway, uh, our buddies over there, I think, uh, let's see, Michael Brown, I want to say, finished fourth at Lakeview. Uh, Willie finished sixth. Banjo finished seventh. So, uh, there's our guys. Be looking, uh, hopefully, later in the week. I got a bunch going on, but I'm hoping I'm behind on videos trying to get them all up. But It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's, it's a good little bit. Just got to have time. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully, later in the week, I'll have some videos up from 
their in-car stuff. And uh, what's funny is I think Banjo was one of them that got pinched into the side of Michael Brown one time. And I told him, uh, I said, well, I will have good video of it because I had I had the camera on the right side of Banjo's car and I had it on the left side of Michael's car. So yeah. we'll get a good perspective. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when they're fixing them cars up, you know where they need to uh, head over to? Stock car still aluminum. For Stock some, car still in aluminum. That's exactly what metal. I was thinking because they're going to need some sheet metal. They need some aluminum for them doors. And uh, y'all go check Stock car still in aluminum out and uh, get all your body work needs because they needs some yes, after, sir. after that race. That's a pretty. What's bad about that is Lakeview, it's not necessarily a long track or nothing. No. Nah. Kind of tighter corner, but it's fairly wide. There's plenty of room. Oh yeah, everybody just wants the <laughs> same everybody wants room. the same room. So uh, yeah, y'all head over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Get you uh, all your body work you you gonna need. All your aluminum sheets. All your uh, I don't know. All your Pro Molly tubing. If they hit it hard enough in the door, I guess you gonna need to fix some more. Than <laughs> you might need some of that. So uh, y'all go over there and get everything you need to work on your car and make it pretty for these uh, upcoming races got going on. Um, and uh, then head over to SRI Performance. I did all that backwards this week. And hey, we tricked him up a little bit. You trick him up and uh, it tricks me up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, head over to SRI Performance and uh, get them cars fast. Fast, fast, fast. Um, get all you need, oils, fuels, Whatever you can think of, at SRI Performance, uh, if you you need it, they got it. I promise they do. They can probably get their hands on some tires, maybe even who knows, because that's that's gold right now. <laughs> yes, but it was good to see our uh, like we was just talking about uh, Kyle Strickler. That's one of our team SRI Motorsports guys. Uh, he does all his uh. All his uh his needs there from SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. So it's good to see him get it get it done and uh get all those parts he needed up front. And uh so y'all go check it out. If you buy it online, go uh when you get that card all filled up, go to your promo code there. Type in promo code C Bone T N C is in chicken B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout. Tell them we sent you. You'll talk to one of them guys that we know up there, for sure. Bunch of those sales guys race on iRacing racing with us, so sure do. <laughs> so y'all, uh, y'all, y'all can talk to those guys too. Um, so y'all head over there, get everything you need, and when you're in the the mood to uh get some power under your hood after you make that car look good, uh, roll good, everything else, get all the other components under it. Head over right across the bridge there. Head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Get you some power. Go under the plenty of power. Plenty of power. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Not many people might know this. It wasn't announced. Um, I just said Willie Miller can finish sixth in the uh, Carolina Clash race. Willie Milliken did this with a steel block Earl Ramey Racing Engine motor, limited late model motor. Man, what's that tell you, bro? <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Running against super motors. So there's plenty of power to be had right there. Guys, if if they can make that work, you can make it work. Go uh go call Earl. Tell him we sent you. He'll hook you up with some good power. Um 
can't beat it, can't beat the service you'll get from those guys at all. Um, they'll treat you right. And when you get your motor, get it all in your car, got it all looking good, got everything rolling good, call Earl back up, tell him you need some time on his chassis dyno, schedule that, get it on there, uh, find all the power you can, try different components on, while it's on the dyno on your, in your time frame there, and uh, make it fast. Yes, sir. So, uh, go go check them out. Check, check, check them out. Anyway, well, there was some uh, some NASCAR racing. Yep. This the big state of Texas. Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Or, uh, How about what's, what's the other song? Uh, being first, well, regardless, uh, Bob Wheels uh, is still the king. Yeah, <laughs> that's bottom line. <laughs> bottom line, <laughs> moral of story is <laughs> moral of story. Bob Wheels is still the king. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so uh, Saturday Xfinity race, uh, John Hunter Nemechek got him a Xfinity oh. Series yeah. win in the All Star car, if you will, from the for the Joe Gibbs bunch stable, yeah. But he just signed on for another year in trucks yep. with KBM. I'm um, and I know me and you kind of talked about this back when he went to that ride. I wonder what he's looking for for which I personally think was the smartest thing he could do because he was all the way up oh, at yeah. the Cup Series in a ride that was I ain't gonna say starting part because they don't really have that anymore. No, so but it much. was but it, it was contending. The, it was the equivalent of it. Um, they uh. So he decided, I'd rather go win races, bank on myself winning races in good equipment, and went back to KBM, and, man, he's he's been, what I would say, the class of the field and truck series. Yeah. So then to see him now moving up in good equipment in the Xfinity series for a one-off race there. Yeah. And go out and run good. I mean, run good the whole day, too. I mean, it wasn't just a... Right, fluke thing, by no means. But uh, maybe him starting back over is going to help him out, you know. And if he can, he's get still back, young, still young. Yeah, he can get back to that level in the Cup Series. That you know, that's the way to do it. I think for sure. My problem is, and I guess this is just a manufactured deal. Um, where's the Toyota pipeline lead him right now? I don't know, man. It's so screwed up. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. there's nothing but Joe Gibbs and. 23XI. Right. Um, yeah, 23XI has room to move, but good Lord, the sponsorship you got. That's what's so crazy. The sponsorship you got to bring with you. But he's doing it the right way. It's a lot easier to pick up sponsorship when you're winning races. Oh, no doubt. So, uh, so uh, I like John Hunter. He seems like a... Yeah, he's not like a good guy. Good sure. guy. Um, I remember watching him when he was a lot younger. I still, right. I, it's so bad because I still think of the boys. I know they're not. They're 20 some years old. I, th- I think he's got a baby now. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> but I'm still like, he's a kid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it but uh, so, congratulations to old John Hunter there. Um, then, moving on to uh, the Cup Series on Sunday. I think we called it. Yeah, I think we did. Picked oh. up where he left off. Kyle Larson picked up right where he was at the All Star Race, yeah, at Texas, and and uh, put it on him again. Him and our buddy Tyler Mond spotting for him. 
texted him. I said, man, I don't know how y'all keep doing it. Good job, though. So, uh, yeah, was, that was that was very impressive again. So he has punched his way. He led two hundred over two hundred laps. Yeah, like, I mean, I ain't gonna say it was the most exciting race in the world. <laughs> well, he he led like the last two hundred laps, I think, or something. It was yeah. crazy. No, I mean there was some exciting stuff went on during it. Um, right, there was a big old wreck in the back straight away. I know that. I don't. I don't. Yes. I didn't see who all got in that. But, um, yeah, some crazy stuff. But um, so he is on to the finale. He's on to Phoenix. So, on to Phoenix. Um, which I didn't really. I'm not really surprised me too much for sure. But um, but yeah. So right now Kyle Larson is in leave course. Ryan Blaney. Second, Denny Hamlin third, Kyle Busch fourth. So we'll see what happens. What's there. uh Chase Elliott's eight points? That's what I was fixing to say. Chase eight out. Going to where are we going next weekend? Uh, Kansas. I Kansas then Martinsville. Right. I'm Kansas is going to be another good Hendrick track. Yes, I could see them putting a lot of emphasis in Chase's car. Yeah, and he's good at Martinsville too. Right. So I mean, there, there's. There's not a slouch there for Chase. So I can see him pushing somebody out. What uh point wise what you got there, Denny being above the cut line. He's nine above. Yeah. So Ryan Blaney's seventeen above. So he can pretty much you he know needs, he needs good solid finishes. Top fives, top six, yeah. top seven. So he'll be fine, I think, if you do that. Um if a lot of other people don't win. Yeah. Right. No, I mean it can't be but two more winners, but um yeah, that's the best chance Blaney's had, I think. And oh, for take, sure, yeah. He's he's and been he, the quiet one all very, year. Very, very quiet this year. Uh, Brad's fifteen points below the cut line. Martin Truex Jr. twenty two points. Joey Logano forty three. I think Logano's done unless he can somehow punch a win here at Kansas. Yeah. Martin Truex is pretty good at Martinsville, so I don't know. Martin Truex, that's another one that I say he's done, but you cannot count him out at Martinsville. At all, he's he's fast right. there. He won spring race there, didn't he? I believe. Yeah. So, uh, so I think how Kyle Busch is in the top four, I don't know, because he has not been that good this year. I guess because he's finished races. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, because everybody else, I know, even uh, Martin the other day hit the wall pretty hard. Um, Denny spun out. Um. A lot of them guys just had trouble, and and somehow <laughs> Kyle, Kyle has he's made it, but man, he's been uh if you listen to radioactive and stuff afterwards, whew, I feel for his crew after, and I know they know what they're getting into with him, and but man, he just yeah, he's hating life in that car. He he's finishing, but he's hating life. He is not happy. So uh, I don't know. I still think. All right, I'm going to throw in my final four there, being that we know Larson is going. I still think Chase is going to pull out a win. Yeah. Who else is up there? Denny Blaney Hill, Bush, and Blaney. I want to see Blaney make it. I kind of want to see him make it. I, see, I say Blaney... Denny and Chase. That's my. Opinion. I kind of see something happening to Denny. I don't know hey, why. I think I, I see something happening to Denny. Him not moving on from this round. Um, but I think Larson, Elliot, Blaney, 
And I'm going to say somehow Kyle Busch is going to make it in there. Uh, hey, very possible. <laughs> that gives all three manufacturers cars yeah. in the final, if that happens. NASCAR would be proud of that. Yeah, oh yeah, I'd love that. I I feel like somehow Kyle Busch going to squeak his way in there. Yeah. He's going to get in there somehow. He's always there. Um, Then, that'll be an interesting race at Phoenix, I think. We know what Chase did there last year, but we also saw what spring looked like there, and it didn't look nothing of the sort. Right. So... Well, Kyle Busch won Kansas earlier in the year. Yeah. If that means anything, but I guess we'll see. But Yeah, that was his first win of the year, I want to say it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. So, so I don't know. We shall see. Yep. Shall anyway, see. Good stuff. Getting close. Down to the wire. Down to the wires. Um. Oh, yeah. Some stuff we didn't talk about on the show there. We need to go back to some dirt stuff. We didn't talk about... Did we talk about Dirt Track World Championship? No, we didn't talk about Dirt Track nope, World Championship. Not. We got to talk about this. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and we talked about it off air, but we didn't talk about it on here. All right, so there's your NASCAR input. Um. All right. Exciting events happened at the Dirt Track World Championship. First of all, before the race even... Went on, they said, Tim McCready wrapped up the points championship. So, congratulations to old T-Mac. Yeah, absolutely, man. He kind of did the same thing. He kind of, earlier in the year, he was really good, and then kind of just just was consistent. It's kind of, he's done that over the last couple of years. Yep. I mean, it's just steadily chugging along. and Right. He, he'll win a few at the first of the year, and chugs along there. Um, my phone's ringing. I don't know who it is. <laughs> I thought I'd turn the volume down on everything. Um, but anyway, uh, so old T-Mac won it. Um, it is turned down on everything. I don't know why it's even ringing. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, but, uh, anyway, so, uh, heat races start. And I know this has been talked about everywhere. And I'm going to put this disclaimer out here. We were not there. So we don't exactly know what happened. Nobody has come across with what exactly happened. Um, I saw the race. I saw the start of the heat race. Chris Ferguson starting on pole. Brandon Shepard starting outside pole in I think somebody said heat four. I want to say it was whatever number he was. Um, Chris goes in the corner. To me, now this is just to me from the video I saw. It's kind of some dust flying. Couldn't see a whole lot. That track is known to get a little dusty. Um, especially they put all the races on again like they did last year because they rained out on Friday again. Um, well, they, uh, they took the green in the heat, and all of a sudden, Chris goes in. Chris Ferguson goes in one. To me, it looked like he had Brandon Shepard cleared. To me, can't tell you for sure, but to me, 
it looked that way. He slides up track a little bit, and at the same time he slides up track, um, Brandon Shepard looked like he jumped the little bit of cushion or gotten the loose stuff up there because don't really make a cushion up there or didn't last year. It's like dust. Or, yeah. And front end kind of wiggled out, and he wiggled his way up towards the wall. I don't even think he hit the wall or anything like that, but he fell back into heat, did not advance from the heat, had to go to the B main, or was going to have to go to the B main. When they come off the track, this is just hearsay. I don't know. Um, I, I would love to know exactly what happened. So uh, if anybody knows, let me know if you were there, saw it happen. Um, I have not talked to Chris. Uh, you know, y'all know me and Chris are buddies, and but I have not talked to him, so I ain't trying to talk over, you know, anything I know that happened because I don't know. Uh, word is... Mark Richards either just came flying up to Chris's car or or run into the side of Chris's car <laughs> with the four-wheeler or something like that along those lines. Regardless, they say he started, he reached in, I guess, punching at Chris. Uh, well, then by the time one of Chris's crew members uh, comes flying over on his four-wheeler, I guess runs into Mark Richards' four-wheeler or whatever he was riding, and there's a picture i do know this for a fact because there's a picture plain as day he is drawn back real hard on mark richards um if he connected with that we may call him the tooth fairy because he's riding around taking teeth i don't know <laughs> yeah uh so i'm not saying this because i'm friends with chris i'm not i'm not saying this at all because of that but man I understand. Let's don't go out there and tear up cars. You got a problem, come in here and talk to me about it. You know, we'll fight it out. Whatever we need to do, I understand that. I ain't going to always say I agree with it because Art Richards was not in a car. Right. He don't know exactly what happened down there. He might have saw from his perspective what happened. Um, I don't know, but I think it was uncalled for myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, let Brandon and Chris talk about it. Exactly. I mean, they don't have spotters. No. You know, I mean, if it's dusty, whatever. I mean, it's just, that's just one of them things. It's just a racing thing, man. I mean. I know you got to be aware like, of where your car is a little bit, but. Oh, no doubt. I mean, and if, if, if Chris was in the wrong, I'm sure he would have told him, look, I, you know, I'm, whatever. Exactly. But. Who knows, but I guess we'll wait and talk about it next week more once we find out more, but I don't I don't know. Maybe we'll find out more. Might not ever find out anything. I Who know. knows? Because that, that, there's one fight that's been on around this year that there's no video of, and that's it. Right. <laughs> we got fights from every high school in the world and our video of every one of those, every, you know, everything on the street, but we get one at a place with cameras set up everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. Um I just think it could have been handled different. I don't think there's no... I don't know. Because from what I saw, Chris wasn't even out of the car when all this started to transpire. And that's what really sucks is because in all actuality, from what I saw, neither driver was actually involved. Right. And both of them had to load up, got DQ'd. Yeah, that's terrible. Especially, you know, Chris going to start fourth. and Yeah. Hundred thousand dollar right race there. That, that you know, had it been nice for sure for them, and uh, you know that's a bummer. You know, which we've seen 
quite a few times this year. Your uh, <laughs> your crew can uh, have you DQ quite a good bit. We've yeah, seen that, yeah so. it's happened a couple times this year. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of something we haven't heard about in years past as much, and uh, all of a sudden this year's yeah seems like the crew's, ugly head. Yeah, they they jumping all out there. So, but anyway, who knows? But um, I hate that for them, uh, for Brandon and them too. You know. Uh, it's a lot of money to get up there and especially and, being how many um he's won right to get up there and do yeah. that. Um, he could easily come from he could he could have won a B main and still come and oh, win yeah, that race for sure. for sure, definitely so. I uh, hate that for them, but uh, hats off to Ricky Thornton Jr. Man, I ain't kidding, man. Last year when we went to the Dirt Track World Championship, Ricky was just getting his new yeah. then right. late model. Um, he was coming over from the modifieds, still kind of running both. He decided, I think that was one of his first weekends, jump in a modified, I mean, jump in a late model for good and kind of, he announced then, I think it was, he was going to run this whole series this year, um, Lucas Oil Series, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure. I had to look it up, see where he finished in the series. But to go out there, I think he's won a couple races um, and then win $100,000 at, at the Dirt Track World Championship at Portsmouth. Um, that's huge. That's huge. Um, so congratulations, Ricky Thornton Jr. That's uh, that's cool to see. <laughs> and then I see him on Facebook like day after. They're just hanging out, chilling, nothing, nothing special. Yeah, that's whatever. I like Ricky. Ricky gets on high racing and stuff all the time, plays around. He plays all kind of games. I mean, he's, he's a big gamer. He's got his own uh, channel on Facebook, uh, Ricky RTJ. Gaming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm like, dude, when do you have time? As much as you work on a race car, when do you have time to do this? No idea how. I guess that's his relaxing. Must be. I don't know. So uh, that's cool. Our buddy's uh, Kale Maven. He uh, he was up there racing. Um, Him and Levi, they, they raced legend cars because that is a, um, they're one of the supporting classes at that. And that's, where we actually, well, we talked to Kale before that, but that was where we met Kale for the first time right? last year. Kale and Levi's, where we met them both first time last year at Dirt Track World Championship, hung out with them some. Hated we couldn't make it this year. Um, I messaged Kale late Saturday night because I hadn't heard anything. And I'm like, man, where, uh, how'd you do? I said, how'd it go? Because that's, that's always a race he loves. He wants to make that race every year. He wants to run good at it. Um and he said, man, I was running six and got wrecked. Mm. And he didn't say he just got spun. He said, got wrecked. So I said, man, did it tear up the car? He said, oh, yeah. Oh, that's not <laughs> that's, all, that's all he said. That's but then he said, but then I found out, well, uh, Levi, I think, finished 11th in it. So that's not bad because I know last year, good Lord, there was a pile of uh, yeah, there was. legend cars there. There was a good bit there. Um, I forgot what they set their field at. Um, but anyway, regardless, Levi finished 11th, so that was good. His first year in it, uh, not even really running the whole year. In the, so, so that was good for him. But, um, oh, uh, Josh Dietz went out there and won it. Oh, he did? Yeah. That uh, don't surprise me. Actually, won at Kentucky, I think it was, Florence, uh, on Thursday night, I think it was, uh, in the late model, great late model. Was going race Friday night, got rained out. Um, so they loaded up the legend car and decided to go there on Saturday. Mm. 
He's a wheel man, boy. He is. Uh, boy, boy, drive anything. He'll drive it now. And uh, I saw her, Ashley, take it. She ran. I don't know where she finished. Um, but I think I was. I don't think she's gonna run much more of it. I don't know if we talked about, it, but she's gonna moving up to a uh, three hundred five race saver sprint. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's cool, cool, cool weekend. There's a lot of racing this weekend. A lot of dirt racing this weekend. Yeah, yeah. There were some more races, different places I saw. Um, but I know uh, anyway, guys, coming up this weekend, uh, Cherokee ten thousand dollars to win. Um, uh, for the uh, Steel Block Bandit Series. I know our buddy uh, Willie Milliken going to be up there. Probably a few more people will know up there. Um, so this will be before the uh, Short Track World Championship or whatever it is. Ain't that what it's called? Short, short Track World Championship. Yeah. At Charlotte coming up. Weekend after that. Um, then the week after that is the World Finals. The World Finals. Yep. So it's all coming down, man. It is, but then they got so much more stuff scheduled that it's oh, just yeah. like it don't stop. Never stops. They'll be at they'll be at the Super Bowl down in um Brunswick for Yeah, down Golden Isle, yeah. Yeah, Golden Isle, all that. They'll be there, they'll be at East Bay, they'll be That's where Michael told me. Uh he wanted to he was ready to go back to they loved East Bay, Michael Brown. I was like, Really? I just don't seem like a track people just tell me they love, but they say it's so cool. Yeah, 24. Okay. I know it's coming up soon. 20, I forget. I want to say it's 24. It's last year. I think. I could be wrong. I have to look it up and see. I know it's coming up soon. I want want to get down there to it, too. But everybody says they love that track because they said, I was talking to some Michael Brown's crew the other night and stuff, and guys told me, they said, that's the only track you can go to that you'll be racing. Out there racing. They throw a caution, or, or especially for red flag, but they said they can just throw a caution. When they go back to green, the track has changed because of the tide. Wow. <laughs> he said it's liable to be whoever's in the lead liable to go straight through the back because car does not work on it no more. That's crazy. <laughs> it's it's insane. Um, little teeny track, too. So I want to I wanna make it down there one day, hopefully before they close it up. So, but anyway, guys, what else we got? Anything this weekend? Anything? Anything? That's all I know of, man. That's all. That's it. So, but anyway, guys, as always, we want to thank the people who help us put this on. SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Our buddy Randy Keen. RK Motorsports Consulting. Um, we'll thank all of them for sure. Um... Also, guys, if you are, uh, it's it's getting, it's turning cold. Christmas coming. Hoodies. Hoodies. <laughs> Hoodies for everybody. Go to Ford Bite Apparel. Get you some, get you some winter clothes. Get, get, get that racer in your family some, uh, some apparel from Ford Bite. Uh, put it under the Christmas tree for them this year. They'll, they'll appreciate it, I promise. So y'all go check them out. Also, Checkered, the Race Hub, social media for racing only. 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 Y'all go check that out. Um, we're on there. Uh, Buddy Kale and all them for uh, Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. They're on there. A uh, little bit of everybody's on there. So y'all come check it out. I know uh, we were some of the first, along with like Rico Abreu on there. 
So, <laughs> so uh, y'all go, y'all go check out Checkered. Y'all like it, I promise. Um, but anyway, guys, um, that it. I think that's it. All right. Well, y'all the week. Yep. Y'all have a good week, and uh, we will be talking with y'all next week. Be listening out during the week. Like I said, might go live with Kirby sometime and get the results. I hold a rundown from uh, Sumter, but other than that, guys, we'll be talking with you. Later.